in Matthew chapter 6, beginning with verse 33. Matthew 6, 33. God is good. All the time. All the time. God is good. Amen. The Word of God says, But seek first His kingdom and His righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. This time we'd like to go to God in prayer. Let's bow our heads in order of prayer. <coughs> you know, we thank you for this scripture this morning. We thank you for this very day, dear Lord. We thank you for this day to be able to praise and to sing and to talk about our love that we have for you. Bless us this morning, dear Lord, as we share the words that you've laid upon our heart. Help us, dear Lord, to examine those words and look at those words and see, dear Lord, how that those words can be become action in our lives. And bless us through this time. In your sweet name we pray. Amen. You may be seated. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. Tomorrow is not a given. Tomorrow is not a given. I, I love it when I read this scripture, and I've read it many, many times this past week when I was thinking about on something I wanted to share with you for today. Something I believe as all Christians and as a society today, we need to be uplifted. Amen? Because Lord knows we're here enough bad, right? It's all around about us. But when we can say to ourselves, I am able to seek something that is wonderful. I am able to have something in my life that builds me up and gives me strength and gives me glory in my life. Because today I truly believe, today you are blessed, aren't you? Whether you know it or not, right? Whether you take it for granted or not, you are blessed. You have more than you have ever deserved. And God gives you every day those blessings in your life. And God truly is so good to you today, this very, very day. God takes care of you today. He takes care of your family today, gives you what you need, gives you the ability to be able to be here at church on Sunday morning. And God gives to you abundantly. But so often... We don't rejoice today because we're so worried about what? Tomorrow. Or the next day or next year or months from now, what may happen. We need to be able to take, you know the reason that you're able to be a part of this day? You know what it is? God wants to bless you today. God wants to give you something today. God wants you to be able to experience something today. This is the day that the Lord has made. I will be glad and what? And rejoice in it. I am going to receive that into my life. And I'm going to say every day, thank you, God, for this opportunity of being to be able to be a part of your glory one more day. Because tomorrow is not a given. Tomorrow is not a given. What is given to you is to seek ye first his kingdom and know what he gives to you today. Way back in 1987, I know some of you don't even remember that, do you? 
I know Tim though, because he's so young after having having this birthday, right, Tim? Way back in 1987, Sheila and I were just finishing up our sophomore year at Lindsey Wilson College over at Columbia. And that was when I first had my first churches. Y'all remember me telling you about those first churches, right? I had four churches. Guess how many times I preached on Sunday? Four times. Guess how many times Sheila had to hear me preach on Sunday? Four times. It's okay to say, well, bless her heart, right? (laughs) Bless her heart. We had a nice little house. We had a big old house. Probably the biggest house we've ever had in our life, right, honey? Over on Glen Mary's. Over at Glen Mary in Columbia. Beautiful house that we lived in. I had always wanted a brand new vehicle. For what reason? I have. No idea. We went down to Don Franklin's right after I got my job and my churches. Drove down to Don Franklin's. I drove in there, and I looked at a white pickup truck, Ford Ranger. And I looked at Sheila, and I said, that was it. She said, can we afford it? I know she just loved it when I said this. Well, I think so. I, I think I, I think I think we can. You ever notice when you're young, you just do things, you have no rhyme or reason why you do it. You, you just do things, and you just you just jump on board, and you say, "Well, it's all going to work out somehow." I really don't know how, but it's going to work out somehow. And I remember getting that truck and just smelling that new car truck smell, and looking at Sheila. You know, it had. Didn't have power steering. It was one of those real nice ones. No power steering, five-speed, no radio, but it had air if you rolled down the windows. And I was so excited to have my new truck. We got it. A few days after that, one of our good friends, his wife, passed away. Driving my new pickup truck. We drove to the cemetery We was coming back from the cemetery over around the fairgrounds there in Columbia. I was taking a lift to go up to, back up to the school, and we had to go by the hospital and see see somebody. And somebody that decided when it said 35 miles an hour, that that was just a suggestion that they had put out there. And there was a lady driving 60 miles an hour. She popped over the hill. We turned, she hit us in the side of our vehicle, we went flying on the side of the road, down the, uh, on the side of the truck, down the road, and skidded to a stop. And a good friend of mine was at that four-way stop and told me that right as the truck was going over, my arm went out the window, and right as it got ready to hit, I pulled my arm back in the truck. Now, I want to tell you something. That morning when we got up, I had no idea what was going to happen that day. I had no idea that my lovely truck, that looking back on it now, I couldn't make the payments. I have no idea why I bought it. I had no idea. But my lovely truck that I loved so much was totaled and destroyed. But beyond that, Sheila was in the hospital with scrapes and cuts and all of these different types of things. 
But that morning when I woke up, I had no idea what that day was going to look like. Has that ever happened to you all before? You get up in the mornings and you think this and that and the other thing and everything's just right. And as the day unfolds, things start to change around about you. I want you to know something about this. When I say tomorrow is not a given, that's true. But praise be to God, today is, right? And this very day, you have God with you, don't you? So whatever you wake up in the morning, even though you know you're not going to face it that day, you're not aware that that's going to happen. When you wake up in the morning, you realize something. No matter what happens to me today, it's not just me, it's me and God, right? That God is going to take care of me. God is going to give me what I need. But first of all, I believe for you to be able to say tomorrow's not a given, that I'm going to do my very best to live today like God wants me to live. I first of all believe that you need to realize what you already have. Remember, big amen, you ready? You are blessed. Amen? Amen. God is taking care of you. God is giving you what you need. God is bringing you through. God is there for you. God is your safety blanket. God is the one that gives you the strength that you need. So today you are blessed and you need to look at this day and say, what do I have? How has God blessed me? What has God given to me that helps me realize tomorrow is not a given, but I'm going to live today to its fullest. First of all, I believe, today you have salvation in your heart. Praise be to God, today you are saved. Amen? Let's try that again. Praise be to God, today you are saved. Amen? Amen. Praise be to God that somehow, someway, your heavenly Father saw fit to take time to look deep down inside of your heart and let you know how important you were to Him. How important you were that he takes time to say, I want you to be one of my children. Not only do I want you to be one of my children on this earth, I want you to be one of my children in that place called heaven. Amen? You are blessed because of that. You have salvation in your heart and in your life. Over in 2 Samuel, verse 22, it says, He said, The Lord is my rock, my fortress, my deliverer. My God is my rock in whom I take refuge, my shield and the horn of my salvation. He is my stronghold, my refuge, and my Savior. From violent people you save me. I call to the Lord who is worthy of praise and have been saved from my enemies. Today, folks, I think we take that for granted. That you have salvation. You are bought and paid for. Amen? God has given you salvation in your heart and in your life. And I've heard a lot of people over the years say, what does it mean to be saved? What does that that give me? Well, it gives you so much. It gives you a protector on this earth, but it also gives you everlasting life, doesn't it? Do you remember when God came into your heart and your life? Hopefully you do. Hopefully you remember that day when Christ spoke to you. As many of you know, I've been in my church most of my life. But 
One of the things I think you can agree with me and say amen on this, it's because you go to church doesn't mean you're saved. Amen? It doesn't. If that was true, there'd be a lot of people that would be able to say that they were saved just by going to church. But I truly believe to be saved, you have to allow Jesus to come into your heart and your life. You see something? God wants to come into your life. You have to make the decision to do that, don't you? You have to allow that to happen to come into your heart and your life. And I remember going to church Sunday after Sunday after Sunday after Sunday. I not only got to hear my dad preach at church, I got to hear him preach at home, right? Just like Sheila does. She knows a lot of my sermons. She's, and there's some of them she would not allow me to preach at church. Amen, honey? And I heard dad preach all the time, but we had a revival. At the church, and I remember going into the church and sitting down way back in the back where I loved to sit. And I would, I heard that preacher start preaching, and it seemed like to me that that preacher was preaching just to who? Just to me. And it seemed like the whole church service, he was looking just to who? At me. And he knew everything that I had done and all the mistakes that I had done in my life and everything that had went on in my life. And I remember listening to that preacher preach, and he preached, and he preached, and he preached, and I knew right then something was going to have to change because I had a great burden on my life. Now, I'm not saying I was the biggest sinner in all the world, but I had sin in my life. And at the end of that church service, I came up front, and I prayed, and my dad prayed with me, and the evangelist prayed with me, and my mama prayed with me, and all these people around about me came and prayed with me. And I felt something that day, that day. I knew because of that day, my future had the meaning, didn't it? Because of that day, now I had Christ with me. Do you remember that day God came into your life? How did it feel? Did it feel like it was something extra special in your life? Hopefully, you go back on that day from time to time. And you look at that day and you say, thank you, God, for that day, right? Thank you, God, for that word that preacher preached on or that word that my mom or my dad said to me. Thank you, God, for that. Thank you, God, that I had the chance to be able to experience salvation in my life. Folks, you can gain a lot of things in your life. You can make a lot of money. You can make a lot of friends. You can have a big house. You can have the most important job in the whole wide world. But let me tell you something that trumps all of those things. You have Jesus Christ in your heart and your life, don't you? That's more than anything else. And because of that one day, when you turn your heart and life over to Christ, you are so blessed. So today, thank God for your salvation today. Amen? Amen? And you are not going to take that for granted. You are going to be thankful for that every day of your life. Also, one of the things as Christians that we need to be thankful for and know that we are blessed Thank God that we have a church home and a church family. Amen? A church home and a church 
family. Over in Matthew 6, 17, it says, Jesus replied, Blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, for this was not revealed to you by flesh or blood, but by my Father in heaven. And I tell you that you are Peter. And on this rock, I will build my church, and the gates of Hades will not overcome it. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on this earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever is loose on earth will be loosened in heaven. We are blessed. Big amen, you ready? We are blessed to have a wonderful church. Amen? Amen. I pinch my, you ever pinch yourself about things just to make sure they're true? You ever done that before? No, preacher. Oh, yes, you do. Yes, you do. I do that all the time thinking about this church. Thinking about how God has blessed us in a very short period of time. Some of you remember we were here on one church Sunday. and We had a meeting after church when we were going to become Bethlehem Church. And I remember us singing, what's your preacher's favorite, favorite? Favorite song? Chain Breaker. And we were singing that as loud as we could. Some of us was on key and some of us wasn't, but we were proud of it. And we were singing so proud and happy that day to have a church. Folks, not only are you blessed to have a church, but you have people that care for you. Amen? And those people care for you when? Every day and all the time. People that actually That's hard to find in society, isn't it? People that actually care for you. They don't want something in return. They don't want some sort of repayment in return. You are blessed today to have a church and folks that care for you. Today, don't take that for granted. You might say, Sheila could tell you she gets to hear me some of my insight things that I say. Folks, I worry every Sunday that I'm going to show up to church and nobody else be here. You realize that? I guess because it happened before. <laughs> I guess maybe that's the reason I worried about it before that. Why? Because I wonder, thank you, God, for people that come to church. Are they going to keep on coming, right? But I believe you were brought back to church because of something that's there, right? Something that you feel. You are blessed because of that. You know that? Don't take that for granted. Just because we're all here today doesn't mean we're all going to be here next week, does it? Just because we're able to pray together doesn't mean we're ever going to get to pray together again. Just because you're able to love somebody and tell somebody here at the church how much you care and you love them doesn't mean you're ever going to be able to say those words again. Be thankful and be blessed to know today that you have a church that loves you, and a church family that loves you, and a church that is there for you, and a place that God has given you to come and worship. What I love about our church is a lot of different things, but we've often said it, and I'll say it again, if it's all right with God, it's all right with us, right? You are blessed because of that. Tomorrow is not a given, but today is, and today you're in the Lord's house. You're able to worship Him, and you're able to feel his presence in your heart and in your life. And here's the big thing that you are blessed with. Praise be to God, we have a heavenly home awaiting us. Amen? Praise be to God, 
We have a heavenly home awaiting us. What is this life? Boy, if you could define that, you'd be a millionaire, wouldn't you? If you had the key to what life is all about, I don't think any of us can define that. What is heaven? Well, you've heard what your preacher knows what heaven is. And you might say, well, preacher, you can be excited about heaven because you've got a little taste of it. I want you to know something, folks. You get a little taste of it all the time when you feel that glory of God, don't you? And you have heaven awaiting you today, this very day. You know why? Because God promised that to us, didn't he? He told us that. Today you are blessed in knowing that over in Matthew 3, 16, it says, As soon as Jesus was baptized, he went up out of the water. And that moment heaven was opened and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and a lightning on him. And a voice from heaven said, This is my Son, whom I love, whom I am pleased, whom I am well pleased. I want you to know today that God's looking down upon us from heaven, isn't he? He knows you. You realize that? He knows your name. He knows everything about you. And he's saying to you today, one of these days you're going to come home. Amen? It could be today. It could be tomorrow. But one of these days you are going to come home. Today, folks, don't lose sight of that. This old world's going to throw things on you every day, isn't it? You're going to hear it every day. You're, you're, you're going to hear devastating news anymore. You're going to hear all kinds of things that, that go on. I made a mistake. Did you all hear that? I said I made a mistake. Write that down, and I'll sign it for you after a while, okay? Preacher made a mistake. I, I downloaded this news thing on my phone, and it was supposed to alert me of any big news things that go on in the world. I thought, I, honestly, I thought I was downloading it to get sports updates, but somehow I got all kinds of other updates, news, and, and this and that and the other. And I just had my phone that, out there on Reese Hurt Road where nobody could see me for days if I didn't want them to. They couldn't find me for days if I didn't want them to. But you know what? I'm there all by myself with my phone, and guess what can find me? Bad, bad news. And it's still up to me, even though I've got that app, and it dings, it's still up to me to what? Open it and read it. And you know what I find myself doing? Oh, preacher, you wouldn't do that. Oh, yeah. It dings and I look. Amen? And I read it. And out of all that peace and all that comfort, and knowing this, that heaven's going to be my home, amen? I still read it and say, oh my goodness, are we going to make it? I didn't think I'd ever see that. Oh my goodness, what am I going to do? Folks, we need to, I think we need to get back centered upon God every day, don't we? And centered upon what God has promised us. Praise be to God today, and I live by this a whole lot. This too shall pass. Right? 
This too shall pass. But praise be, praise be to God, heaven will never pass away. Right? Praise be to God in knowing today you are blessed because heaven is your home. And it is awaiting you. Tomorrow's not a given. It's just not. A lot of folks say, oh, well, it's another week. It's going to be another Monday tomorrow. Don't you just love it when people say, I don't want to say this anymore, but people that go off to work, all the rest of y'all had to do that from time to time. People say, well, it's another Monday. Or it's just a Monday. It's just, that's just the other day. It's just a, Another praise be to God. No, it's just not another Monday. It's another day the Lord has given you. It's another day that you are able to worship him. It's another day for you to be thankful for what he has given to you. It's another, another day for you to say, thank you, Lord, for your blessings on me. Today, you might be listening to me preach this morning. And when I talked about that part about being saved, Make sure you understand when I say this. Being saved is the most important thing you could ever do in your life. It not only takes care of you now, it takes care of you for eternity. It is something that you do today and you know today beyond any shadow of a doubt that if this is my last day on this earth, then I'm going to a place that's called heaven that I am going to a better place. Because if this is my last day on earth, then tomorrow is not a given, right? This earth is ended. And I'm going to make the decision today. So it, it's, it's pretty, you know, being a Christian, I've heard people say, well, Brother Paul, what do I have to do to be saved? What, what's the steps? What do, what do I have to do? Does somebody need to talk to? It's, Something I need to read? Is there something? No, you know what? That's a conversation between you and God, isn't it? It's a conversation where you just talk to God and you say, God, I want you to come into my life. And you know what's so amazing about this? Now, make sure you understand this. God's not going to tell you no. Amen? He's going to forgive you. He's going to wash you white as snow. He's going to give you the opportunity to say I'm allowing you to be called one of my children. And you now have heaven for your home. All the rest of you today, wake up and enjoy today. Be thankful today that you are saved. Be blessed in knowing that today. And say to yourself, this is the day that God, he saved me 30 years ago, but praise be to God, that same God that saved me 30 years ago is living with me today. Amen? And I'm going to live like that every day. Maybe today you're saying, well, Brother Paul, what about that church part being blessed? Well, you are. I don't care how long you've been coming to church here. You're part of the family. You have turned your tithe, to, you've turned your time to come here to church. Make this a part of your week and make it a part of what you call your church family. Today you are blessed for that. And praise be to God today. If you don't take anything else home that I've talked to you about today, you are blessed in knowing that heaven awaits you. Praise be to God for that.
Today, tomorrow's not a given. I'm going to go home this afternoon. I already have my plan. You all know my Cincinnati Bengals are playing this afternoon, which means I'll be sitting there in front of that couch in Washington. You know what's a given? I may not make it that long, might I? Praise be to God, I do know this. I am blessed in knowing that I have God with me now and for the remainder of my days on this earth and for my remainder of my eternity in that place called heaven. Today, whatever God has talked to you about, we invite you to come to this altar to pray. Pray exactly where you are, but take that time to commune and have that time of talking to God. Listen to him this morning. We have a closing song.